It's finally here, folks. It's fight day. Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders. It's going down tonight, May 8th, uh, at the AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas. Uh, the title's on the line for tonight's bout. It's going to be a unification bout at 168 pounds, the super middleweight division. Uh, and the belts on the line are going to be the WBA Super WBC, WBO, the ring super middleweight title are all on the line tonight as Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez takes on who many think might be his toughest challenge yet in his opponent in Billy Joe Saunders. Um, fighting out of Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Uh, with a record of 55 wins, one loss, and two draws, 37 wins by KO, standing at 5 feet, 9 inches tall, in an orthodox stance, and uh, holding the WBA, WBC, the ring super middleweight champion, Canelo Avarice, be fighting Billy Joe Saunders tonight. Uh, Billy Joe's you know, fighting out of uh, Wayland Garden City, Hertfordshire, Hurt England. Billy Joe is 30, you know, 30 wins, zero losses, 14 wings coming by uh, via KO. Billy Joe's a taller man in this fight, standing at 5 feet, 11 inches tall. He's a southpaw, and he holds a WBO Super Middleweight Championship belt. Uh... This fight tonight has all the makings to be an instant classic. You have the pound for pound king and Canelo Alvarez, the face of boxing right now, taking on his toughest challenge in Billy Joe Saunders. Um, Billy Joe bringing in, um, you know, this fight card's uh, billed as face of the fearless. Um, it's a... Uh, Billy Joe's going to be a tough opponent, folks. Fucking, he's a lot different from a lot of the opponents Canelo's a face. As you'll hear more about this. Um, this venue, you know, this card here and has the potential to be the biggest boxing attendance in the United States since Gene Tooney versus Jack Sempsey 2 back in 1927. Uh, if the venue sells out, that will break the record for that. Uh, like I said before, it's got everything in the making to be a instant classic. You got two top t uh, tier super middleweights going against each other. The face of boxing, Canelo versus the challenger, the gypsy, Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, a lot on the line for this fight. Um, yeah. Canelo Evers versus Billy Joe. Listen in. We're going to discuss it. I don't know. Fuck, we're discussing it. It's going down. Uh, welcome to a Hawaii podcast. A hybrid podcast. This is a Hoy podcast podcast with Zaki Z. Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode of a Hoy podcast. I'm your host, you already know my name, if you don't, you're going to want to back out, and uh, 
just scroll up to the top of the screen, you'll see uh, the author of the podcast. Anyways, today's episode's going to be a fight episode about Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders going down on May 8th, 2021 at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. This will be for the super middleweight unification bout. This is one of the more exciting boxing matches that have been put together in quite a while. Uh, Canelo, one of the faces of boxing you know always uh stepping up to the next challenge moving up to what different weight classes to accept challenges this challenge here is going to be a little different for him uh billy joe saunders is uh, quite a different boxer compared to the boxers canelo has faced in the past um billy joe saunders likes to use a lot of footwork movement he's moving around the boxing ring a lot uh and when I mean a lot, I mean a lot. He's constantly doing what he has to do to avoid strikes from his opponents. Um, if you're familiar with Tyson Fury, uh, imagine Tyson Fury style, but in Billy Joe Saunders at 168, 168 pounds. He's, uh, his movement's really good. Uh, he's able to, you know, get the... Uh, Billy Joe's able to get his opponents to, you know, have somewhat of a hesitation because they don't know if he's going to be there or not. So once these opponents start hesitating against Billy Joe, uh, it's when his success and his offensive success starts coming together. Uh, he's able to, um, uh, without hesitation, to be able to fire off shots when these opponents of his are pausing. Uh, a puppy. Um it just creates for like an erratic mindset, I believe, in uh, the opponent. I mean, frustrating. Uh, that's a good, uh, good word for Billy Joe S- Saunders' uh, fight style. Frustrating. Even uh, even the lead up to this fight versus Canelo, there's been a fair work, uh, fair amount of trash talk coming from Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, and it. It's like the trash talk you would hear coming from Tyson Fury and the Gypsies. I'm not 100% sure if they train together. They do train together, but I'm not sure if they're a part of the same team. But Tyson Fury has been uh, present in a lot of the media in the upcoming fight. He was here today for the face-offs and the weigh-ins. Super intense uh, face-off between uh, Billy Joe and Canelo. Neither neither guy wanted to budge on uh, break eye contact from one or the other. Um, eventually, uh, Eddie Hearn separated the two to continue the scheduled programming. But um, Canelo, let's talk about his style a little bit. He's uh, I feel like he's more he's a defensive counter counter striker with a, a mix of Mexican style in him. If you're not familiar what Mexican style is, or if you heard the term Mexican style from boxing or commentator, Mexican style boxing is a style of boxing where I think it was popularized by like uh, Spanish fighters with Mexican heritage. You know, don't quote me on that. But the Spanish or Mexican fighter would emulate this. Uh, 
ferocity, intensity, they would be intense walking forward, creating, uh, you know, a barn burner, an exciting fight, throwing themselves in the harm's way to, be, to uh, just uh, put their will, or fuck, I don't even know how to describe it. They're walking forward constantly, just trying to break you with intensity. Yeah, baby, intensity. Um, uh, just raw, just uh, rough style of fighting, you know, like. And it's an exciting style of fighting. It was popularized like Julio Cesar Chavez, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Um, a lot of these old-time Mexican fighters popularized the uh, quote-unquote Mexican style. So Canelo has a little bit of that in this game. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I had to tell the pop that, well, you can't be making that noise. I said, shut the fuck up. I did. Huh, Bobby? Come here. Uh, yeah, she she gives me company during these podcasts. Anyways, back to Canelo and Billy Joe. Um, man, I feel uneasy about this one. Canelo in the past, granted, he's not the same fighter he was in the past that he is today. I might have just butchered that sentence, but I think you know what I mean. In a recent video I, I watched, it was um, people breaking down the issues Canelo has with uh, opponents that have good footwork and good uh, movement. Um, there's a couple mm -hmm. opponents that Canelo has faced in the past that gave him trouble. One would be, first and foremost, Floyd Money Mayweather. Um, just known for his defensive skills, defensive boxing. He's an elite defensive boxer. Um, he's hard to hit. Floyd is very good footwork. Knows, understands his range. Like he's dialed in with his range. He knows like he can take an inch step back and be out of the range of his opponent's straight, and be able to come back with a counter. He has a very in-depth understanding of the boxing game. Uh, Floyd was able to hand Canelo his first loss ever in his career. Granted, Canelo was a very young uh, fighter at this time. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, to grow into the, fire he, the fighter he is today, you have to go through these losses and learn from your mistakes. So I definitely believe Canelo definitely took some notes from that loss against uh Floyd Money Mayweather because since that loss that he hasn't lost since Floyd and that was years ago so I definitely think he uh, also has a very in-depth understanding of the game um, he's been a top tier boxer a champion in four different weight classes and potentially the pound for pound king at the 168 division um, Canelo it's just uh, it he seems like a concrete pick. Although, this fight, I get uneasy. Billy Joe, he's a different animal. Um, and this is a quote by Billy Joe. Um, 
Canelo's gonna have to fight different to beat me, and not the other way around. And saying this is, uh, Billy Joe Saunders is gonna have to, or force Canelo to bring out a different way of taking on this uh, puzzle of Billy Joe Saunders with his footwork and uh, his movement. Um, one of Billy Joe Saunders' more successful fights would be against David Lemieux. David Lemieux, uh, you know, a power hitter. Um, just had a really hard time hitting Billy. He's more of a plotter. If you don't know what a plotter is, it's someone um, who isn't as necessarily light on their feet or the lightest. Uh, they're kind of like more bent down, you know, in a more athletic position uh, to create more power shots. Um, you know, squatted and they're sitting under their punches. Billy Joe, he's always on his toes. Um, so he was able to easily uh, avoid the strikes from David Lemieux in this fight and also use his uh, confident slash cocky persona to add frustration to David Lemieux in the fight, which I think is a, another big key to um, Billy Joe Saunders' success in this fight against Canelo is try to frustrate Canelo. And um, I feel like Canelo... He's kind of like a no-bullshit type of guy. Uh, Canelo, in his recent, most recent victory, he was in his, uh, you know, doing a post-fight um, interview in the ring, and you had a couple of Jake Paul fanboys come up behind him and lift their shirts and expose their shirt with uh, Jake Paul's face on it. And Canelo didn't really care for that, told him to get out of the ring, and they got out of the ring. But, like, uh, Canelo... Granted, it's, it could be the language barrier as well. Him hair, um, being a Mexican-Spanish fighter, you know. Uh, he's not one to partake in a lot of trash talk, you know. Um, it's just not a part of his game. He just goes out there and walks a walk. Uh, so let's look. Um, so I, let me get back to what, the point I was trying to make. Uh Canelo, he's not the lightest on his feet. He does plot sometimes. But, um... It's also, too, like a combination of your... Just being able to get to your opponent to be able to hit him. And it's a lot harder than you would think it would be. Um, you only can reach so far with your arms, so at some point you have to start creating your footwork where you step in and stuff. Uh, even though at some points can be not enough against a high-level boxer with a very good footwork. If you're just not able to reach your opponent, um, and you're throwing a lot of punches that aren't landing, that's going to be very taxing on your, uh, your energy. Although I do think Canelo has the experience to figure out the puzzle of Billy Joe Saunders. I think he has the ring generalship to corner Billy Joe Saunders and get him against the ropes. 
Um, it's going to be hard, though. I think it's going to be one of his hardest fights in most recent years. Um, he's not going to just be able to, you know, have somebody stand in front of him and be able to knock on him. He's going to have to, like, he knows what he's got to do. I don't got to tell you. You guys got to have an idea what he knows to do. Barshi knows. Yeah. I think I'm picking Canelo to win. My heart's leaning cards, Canelo, and so is my betting slip. I say that because sometimes my heart leans towards a fighter, but in reality, I should have my betting slip on the other fighter because of just bias, you know. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Billy Joe, although he is a plus 400 uh, plus 400 underdogs. So what that means, if you were to bet $100 on Billy Joe Saunders winning, and he does in fact win, uh, so if you bet $100 and he won, you would win $400. So if you're, uh, you're a betting man and you like underdog odds, and uh, Billy Joe Saunders is definitely a, more unorthodox matchup against for Canelo. Uh, so an upset is definitely possible. Very possible, I think. It wouldn't be a bad idea to put $100 on Billy Joe Saunders. I might. I probably will. Um, but I just think Canelo's got the experience. He's able to run generalship. And... He's just got the mentality to be able to defeat this challenge in front of him and retain his, you know, his championship belts and unify the 168 division, which hasn't been done, I don't believe, which would be very exciting for boxing because boxing recently has just been in a, a tough spot, especially with YouTube boxing getting in the mix. Uh, something else that went down this week, not only the lead up to like Canelo versus Billy Joe. This week we also had the first press conference for Floyd Money away Mayweather versus Logan Paul. You know, in a classic press conference style with uh, Money Mayweather, there's your fair share of trash talk and stuff. Well, at one point in the press conference, it might have been after the official press conference, uh, Jake Paul and uh, Floyd Money, you know, they come face-to-face, -face, you know, they're yapping, talking about making a two-for-one night, because f during the press conference, P Floyd said something about boxing Logan and Jake on the same night, beating both of them. So uh, Jake was, at, you know, like, instigating about that comment, and then, you know, they're trading back and forth, you know, words, and then all of a sudden, Jake Paul snatches Floyd's hat, you know, says, gotcha hat, coin, you know, that popular coin phrase now that you've probably seen at least somewhere on the internet, gotcha hat. He takes Floyd's hat, immediately gets this hugged by this big security guard of Floyd's, just a huge brawl breaks out. Floyd starts, you know, pursuing Jake, trying to get his hat back. Uh, Jake's getting pummeled by um, the security guards. He's covering his head up while just a mob of people are around him. Can't tell, like, it's hard to tell from the videos I've seen online that if he's being hit in the, this mob of people. He definitely was hit a few times because uh, 
had a black eye, um, shirt was all ripped to shit, huge ball broke out, Logan Paul got into it trying to help his brother, uh, Floyd, you know, going around the whole arena, you know, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker, you know, my thoughts on it, one, you don't fucking disrespect a 51 and little boxer, let alone anybody like that going into their personal space and, you know, taking something that belongs to them. I don't care who you are. That, that's a good way to get hurt. And end result, Jake Paul got hurt. Granted, I understand what they're kind of doing, you know, trying to sell the fight, get more as many pay-per-view buys as possible, which, I mean, it's you can fabricate, like, these little dramatic scenarios pretty easily as long as everyone on board. And I have a... I have a pretty good hunch that Logan Paul, Floyd Money Mayweather, and even Jake Paul are all making a good amount of money in these these fights here. Hush, baby. Um, the thing is, though, is like if you're a pure boxing fan or like just a pure fighting fan, the theatrics and all the like the fake drama, and then also the like the this is the unnaturalness it feels like a normal fighter has to put in their dues a, just a long just road of grinding and putting in hard work every day to just to, uh even close to coming to fighting like for a promotion their dream promotion or having a dream championship fight or even being able to gather the, all the skills to be able to be a pro fighter and it's a, a long tough road so when you see like these youtubers where they're taking their youtube viewership over into a sport um it's good like that they're bringing more viewers to the sport but also i could see how like some younger up-and-coming boxers or even boxers or fighters or current fighters could take this as a slap in the face from uh just a standpoint of like like privilege you know it's just a weird world we live in where it's a lot of hype people are just so obsessed with hype right now and like hype dies hype dies and i i have a very good feeling that jake paul's hype is gonna die once he eventually loses or gets knocked out hype isn't forever that's all i'm saying i do think like you know jake paul has gathered a great amount of skills to become a very proficient boxer i would like to see him fight a more proficient boxer as an opponent but also I also get kind of sick of like the 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 privilege or the special treatment. I don't know how I want to word this. I understand that these two men, Logan and Jake, have, were able to you know get themselves in this position. I you know kudos to them for becoming fight fans and even take partaking in fighting and boxing alone. I just don't like the idea of like. just the hand ads and the the fact that like an 0-1-1 0-2 boxers fighting one of the greatest boxers that'll ever live on the planet 
like there is so many more fire, more and more deserving opponents compared to Logan Paul. And I guess what I'm trying, I'm starting to get to and starting to realize is I don't care for like money fights. Yeah, that can be exciting, but like it's just too much of them, and I think it's gonna put a bad taste in everyone's mouth, you know. And also, you're taking like the the pureness of the sport. Like an one one boxer fighting the fifty and zero boxer, it's like it's just it's not an anomaly, really. It's just a once in a time, like everything just had to happen perfectly for this to happen, you know. Like the culture, you know, making the shift into like a hype culture, you know, like uh, where like your social media presence or your you know your social media status and where you rank on the social media uh, hierarchy definitely plays a role in the success you can make in this world so I definitely can't be mad at that aspect it's just a weird combination of things that have created this you know upcoming event and Floyd Money Mayweather versus Logan Paul uh, and there's so much to say about it too I don't necessarily that I don't care for Jake Paul I think he, I mean, yeah, I'll give him respect to what he's doing, but at the same time, I don't care for it. Don't be snatching people's head. Don't be touching people that want to be touched. Uh, keep your hands to yourself. I, I guarantee if somebody were to go up to Jake Paul and snatch something off of him, you know, he wouldn't like it either, you know, he you know, making fun of Floyd for getting mad overhead. Like, I guarantee Jake Paul would be acting the same way, trying to start a fight or something, if you were to snatch something off him. I don't... You see, there's questions on whether or not this whole brawl was fake or not, which it could very well, may well be. You know, all the footage, you know... All the cameras were there, you know, conveniently enough. Granted, it's a press conference for a, you know, big up-and-coming event, June 6th, uh, Mayweather versus Logan Paul, but... I don't know. Floyd's a smart man. He's a businessman. He's a very rich man. Logan and Jake are very smart in their respected areas, and I'm sure, you know, behind the scenes, they all could come together and create... uh, in a sense that's what they're doing they're creating this event they're creating this fight creating the history of what this is and all three of those creative minds put together in this uh, event I'm sure three of those men can figure out a way to make the most money for their bucks and for the first press conference starting off for the up up and coming lead up to the fight and have a brawl in that first conference with, you know, your opponent's younger brother. It's just going to add more pay-per-view values. I mean, I've already been thinking about buying the fight, let alone trying to get tickets and actually go to the fight. So, like, as soon as those tickets come out, we'll see what goes down because I definitely want to see this in person. I do think 
or Logan Paul has a chance in defeating Floyd Money Mayweather. He has quite the size advantage, uh, reach advantage, weight advantage, but also there's a, a lot more that goes into it than your size, weight, and I mean to be 50 and against the top box, boxers in the world, that, that's something special. And I think like we probably won't see another person as like in depth in the game as Floyd is. I mean, like it's his life. It training's his life. He doesn't stop training. He's, just, he's impossible to hit. I don't think Flo or Logan's gonna have a good easy time hitting Floyd. I could see Logan catching him with a shot though and hurting Floyd or stumbling Floyd, but I don't think he could knock him. Uh Floyd hits hard too. Being a smaller guy, like um it doesn't matter too much. Granted, I mean, you can't generate as nearly as much force as a bigger guy, but still, like, I don't think you should underestimate uh, the size of a man and how hard he can hit. Cause Floyd can, he can hit. If you watch one of his videos of him on the heavy bag and you hear the snap that comes off his jab, his jab, it's like somebody's hitting the bag with a a bat, and. Uh, I think that another thing too, you know, proper to like punching technique and like having your body so dialed in like that. Same thing for like bodybuilders and that your mind to muscle connection. I feel like it's very similar to boxers. The better connection you have with, you know, your mind to your muscle or your movement or your whole boxing game, I think you're just going to be the better athlete. Like Floyd understands range like to a T. I say that now, I'm watching it clipped with a straight right, like Ben asking about Jake Paul. But uh, it's it's a dangerous fight for Floyd because Logan has nothing to lose. I don't want one boxer, you had another loss. I mean, that's going to hurt your ego a little bit, but uh, being 0 2, but uh, losing to the best boxer in the world, I mean, geez, I mean, doesn't sound so bad. But the fact that Logan has nothing to lose, it's just a scary fight. Like, people that have nothing to lose, like, they're desperate for any, you know, they're desperate and they're willing to, like, perform better, you know. I think there's less pressure on these people that have less to lose compared to Floyd. Floyd gets knocked out with Logan Paul. He'll never live this down probably for the rest of his life, you know. 50-0, 51-0, probably won't matter as much because a lot of people always focus on his, you know, recency bias, you know, and that'll be the most recent loss to Logan Paul. And to lose to a YouTuber and then somebody that's 0-1 in boxing, all around it'd just be fucking tough pill to swallow. I even get a little sick to my stomach, you know, putting myself in Floyd's shoes and imagining that scenario were to happen. And it's a possibility that Floyd could lose. It's a possibility. I, you know, my heart, this is a tough one too. I'll do, we'll do the heart and betting slip thing. Betting slip, I'd have to bet. I mean, betting slip, I'd probably do Logan. He's such a big underdog that if he were to pull it off, you can make a lot of money off that bet. So I'll probably put money down on Logan. Um, 
Floyd's going to be such a big favorite that the payout, if you do, you know, pick the right, you know, pick him to win and he does win, it probably won't be too much. So, like, my heart's with Floyd, betting slips with Logan Paul. If I want to make some money and a big upset, I'm going to bet on Logan just because that underdog. I do think it's a possibility he can win. I think it would be incredible if he won. Um, and who knows what happens when he wins. Does it open the door just for fighting again? Like, will it be back to, like, the old UFC days where people can just come off the streets and challenge whoever the fuck they want? Will it, like, delegitimize, you know, like, boxing as a sport? Will it hurt boxing as a sport? Will it help? It will most likely help Logan Stock as a, you know, a person. Um, could it bring more fans to boxing, help boxing grow into something new and more evolved and more, you know, accepted in the new society? Uh, a lot of these questions are going to be answered June 6th. Um, that's going to be an exciting fight down in Florida. But... Tomorrow, Saturday, we got Canelo, the pound-for-pound king, going against Billy Joe Saunders. And uh, for classic, you know, you know, concrete, you know, people that love just pure boxing, this is a good fight to turn into two high-level fighters, a lot on the line. The possible 168 unification of all the belts by Canelo or Billy Joe. Um style matchup in this fight um this fight has a lot to offer to be an exciting classic instant classic and i i would recommend you uh you tune in i'm gonna be tuning in and you can watch it on uh dazen that's d-a-z-n uh yeah you can watch it on there folks thanks for listening and this is a hoy podcast just a quick little uh, coverage and some sharing some of my thoughts about the upcoming bout with Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders and also what occurred with the press conference at Logan Paul versus Floyd Money Mayweather. The fight game is more exciting than forever. It's the fastest evolving sport. I mean, everybody's eyes glued to the fight game. I think it's this... Uh, it's in our nature to be attracted to fighting too. If, you, know, you look at nature and animals like the male is constantly sparring, battling with other males to get the, you know, the pick of the most, you know, for, uh, you know, the the best choice of female for mating, the best choice at, uh, you know, food, shelter, and water. So I feel like humans already have like this natural love for fighting just programmed in our heads already. And that's why I think like UFC, MMA, uh, it's taken to the world so like smoothly. Um, not like it's new or anything, but uh, people just love fighting. I love fighting. We got good fights coming up. All right. Again, thanks again for listening, folks. Your support means the world to me. Um, hopefully, I provided a couple 
alternate um, idea, ideas about these fights, what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. See you guys.